Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Body Podcast. I'm Nate Palmer. And if you're here, you're probably a high performer, entrepreneur, or a business owner that's interested in gaining unfair advantage in your life using fitness and nutrition as force multipliers. If you're not already a part of the Facebook group, definitely join in on the fun at n8trainingsystems.com slash group. If you're already here and watching it live, we're excited because we're talking about the three things that dads must include in their training. So if you're a dad watching this, or if you're not a dad, it's still going to be as applicable to you, but tag a dad that you know who definitely benefit from this. Okay. Um, and if you're, if you're a dad checking in and you're watching this in the Facebook group, drop me a note, give me a thumbs up, say, Hey, what's up? Say dad here, whatever. doesn't matter. Check in. One of the main things we like to do before we get started, though, is give a shout out to some people in the community doing big things. I want to give a shout out right now to Eric DeBose. He's a dad. He's out um, and he's been on uh, like three different vacations since starting the Million Dollar Body Program. And he has been absolutely dominating it. Um, he has lost weight through these all these vacations with his family, with his kids. So big shout out there. Um, I want to give a shout out also to Cameron Call. Cameron uh is a dad. He's working in Phoenix, Arizona as a, as a, or as in Awatuki as a, as a chiropractor, super successful guy doing an amazing job. And he actually went on vacation too. And um, I'm, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but he went on a churro tour of Disneyland. I think he had six churros in one day and some funnel cakes and stuff like that, and still managed to lose four pounds on his vacation. So just, uh, just awesome. Just want to give a shout out to uh, the dads in the audience right now, accomplishing big things. So awesome job. Keep it up. You guys are killing it. So here are the three things that dads start need to either include in the training programs or start immediately. And here's why it's important is because as dads, if we don't have some sort of physical training, it's just so, so easy for that to take a back seat because we're busy. We own businesses. We run things. We were we're going over here. We're talking to this person. We're checking these things off our list. We're, we have our kids. We're taking them here and there. We're, we're glorified Uber drivers, right? There's a lot of hats we're wearing. And I, my, like my kids are still like, not even in like uh, sports yet or anything like that. So I'm not even doing a lot of the, the running around, but I already can see it. I see it happening. I see it on the horizon. And I know that this is something that could definitely take a back seat, my own personal physical fitness. But there's a, there's a couple of reasons for this. And we're going to go into them in today's episode as to why this is important and what we need to include. Um, first, I want to just want to kind of tell you that, like, um, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to a client a while back um, and he basically said, Hey, I need to, I need to lose some weight, but it's not important to me right now. What I really need is energy. He's like, I'm driving 12 hours a day. And I don't have the physical and mental stamina to go through, get all my stuff done all day long, sell my clients, do X, Y, and Z, and still get home and have energy for my family and for my kids. So we came with a program. This is kind of the advent of the Million Dollar Body Program. I came with a program for him that was based around this idea of building energy, giving him the, like the structure he, he needed to make a big impact. So and he, and he literally said, I don't, I don't have time to work out. I don't care about losing weight at the moment. I know I've got weight to lose, but like, it's not, it's not even an issue. Just, I just give me my energy back. So I'm not pounding three monsters per day. So we came up with this plan. He started implementing it and he started saying like, wow, when I, when I get home, I, it's amazing. I have the energy and the focus I need for my family. And, and also he's talking about 10 Xing his, his, uh, business as well, which so super, super powerful. Um, this, like these, some of these strategies we're gonna be talking about today. So make sure that if you, if you're here, just kind of 
Keep these in mind, take some notes, give yourself a to-do list, and then make sure to share this with someone who you know would benefit from it. Because the more, the, like the stronger our dads are, the stronger the communities are. So the, and I don't mean just necessarily physically. So if we can stay healthy, stay focused, stay in with our kids. It's just going to be, it's going to be uh, incredible. So number one, the thing that dads need to include in their training program or their exercise, their fitness routine is resistance training. And you might be like, that's like, that's stupid. Are you like, should I have squats or deadlifts? Should I do lunges or kickbacks? Should I do arms or shoulders? Well, like that can really depend. But what I've noticed is that um, having more physical ability to move around, pick up, stand up, do things while holding these uneven loads, AKA um, my, my children who also double as sacks of potatoes, um, has made a big difference in how I feel and how my body feels. Because I notice pers personally, if I have back hurts, my neck hurts, if I'm fatigued, if I don't feel really good, I'm shorter. I don't have as much patience. I have more, just like I have less energy. I tend to eat um, worse foods. So when I don't feel 100%, it's much harder for me to be the dad that I want to be, just being totally frank with you. So I've noticed that when I'm, when I'm training and I'm training with uneven loads, lifting things up, like I feel like when I'm sitting down, like I, I'll, I'll, feed, I'll feed baby rigs at night and I always like burp him, put him on my shoulder and then try to stand up from a chair. And if I, if I don't have that good core control here, standing up from a chair can put a lot of pressure on our low backs. So training all five of the, like the critical movement patterns, which is push, it's like a chest press, pull, that's a row or a pull up, Hinge, that's an RDL or a kettlebell swing. Squat, you get it. And carry, if we train all those, push, pull, hinge, squat, carry on a regular basis, at least once a week for each of those, you're gonna be in a great position, okay? And you're not only a great position physically, but you'll also be great at you know picking up your kids or carrying them around. You'll also be great at fighting off boyfriends, probably, I don't know, maybe you have a gun. But either, either way, having having those things in place is going to keep you feeling better, keep you younger, keep you more, have the ability to play with your kids. And so one reason like that, I was very, very thankful that I have a strong foundation, a solid core is that um, we were like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we play this game that it's Renna's favorite game. My, my three-year-old is she calls it save Renna mattress. And she's been calling it that for like a year now. So uh, that's just the name of the game. But basically what the game is that like, she has a little trundle bed. And so I pull out the bottom mattress underneath it and she will do various <laughs> tricks or jumps. And sometimes what will happen is she'll just jump over the mattress and I'll catch her. I'll just kind of sitting on the floor behind it. So in this, like, so then she'll sometimes I'll just do like somersaults off the bed and jump onto the mattress, things like that. And so I was talking to my wife and we were talking about something else. Rena's standing on the edge of the bed, doesn't say anything and just does like a flying jump right into my head. I'm kind of looking down and just goes, comes down straight down on my head. And if I hadn't been like actively training my upper back and my neck and my traps, there's a good chance that that would have ended up with a real, like a real injury for me. You know, she's, she's jumping through the air at 40 pounds like that. Like you don't have the, the stability or the structure to support that. You could take a really serious neck injury just from like an accidental fun game. So I was so thankful that I had been putting in the time training these important muscle structures in order to prevent um, either one of us from getting really like super injured. You know, there was still some tears from me and her, but 
you know, like a little bonk on the head, a little, a little goose egg, not a big deal at the end of the day. And one way we can continue to make sure that we have that, like the ability to do that is by building muscle. I think all dads need to be building muscle. Okay. And the best way to build muscle is by chasing PRs, personal records in exercises that fit your body. Okay. So it's not about hit classes. It's not about boot camps. It's not about mixing it up or muscle confusion. It's about picking exercises that work for your body and then executing them over and over and over and over again until you build up a decent level of strength. Um, if you're like, oh, well, like, what about like, like, you know, plateaus? Yeah, deal with that when you get to it. Most of us don't hit plateaus for eight, 12 weeks of the same exercise. So build a muscle by chasing PRs, by getting stronger with great exercises. So some great exercises for like, for dads, I talked about this and like I had a, I put out a video yesterday on chest presses. So for most dads, incline chest press, we get enough that we can lift, lift people up overhead. We got, lift, throw them in the air, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, like that's a, that's an amazing exercise for building up strength and muscle for the back. I love a row. It's one of my favorite things to do is I think it's uh, critical for our posture, for, for like having a solid foundation for being able to press more weight for our legs. I love a lunge or a squat for that hinge movement. I love a Romanian deadlift, a stiff legged deadlift. And for the carry, I just love a farmer carry or a, a holding like a, a bar carry on your back. And if you can put those into place and just get stronger at them over and over and over and over again until you hit a plateau or until you're like building the right amount of muscle, that is so critical to your success. So build muscle, not by eating protein or smearing creatine on your muscles or whatever else, but by building strength in key lifts. Okay. Number two, um, in terms of resistance training, ditch your ego lifts. Okay. No one cares how much you squat. Your kids don't care how much you squat. You're no one, like no one in your life gives a shit about your deadlift. Um, but your kids are going to care if you can't pick them up, if your back hurts. So no ego lifting, ditch those, ditch those exercises that don't fit with your lifestyle. For me, when I've had, when I've got little kids that I'm up and down off the ground all the time, I've cut back on my deadlifts. I, instead of doing regular deadlifts on the ground, I'm doing RDLs from the top down where I'm eliminating the range of motion. It feels way better. My back doesn't hurt. Um, because I know that like, this is really important to me that I can get down, play with them, pick them up, stand up, do all sorts of things. So ditch the ego lifting, pick things that work for your body. The other thing is ditch Frankenstein exercises. Frankenstein, Frankenstein exercises are exercises where you're just like putting things together. So it's like a lunge, curl, press. Like you're not training any specific like quality there because the weight you can use for a lunge is too light or too heavy for a weight you can use for a curl, which is too light for the way you can use for a press. So pick something that, that you want to train a specific element and then train it. So you want to train your chest, pick the right exercise and train your chest. You want to train your legs, pick the right exercise and train your legs. Stop trying to bastardize these things and put them all together. Do your like rubbing coconut oil on your body and getting on a BOSU ball and, you know, juggling. Like they, we don't need that. We don't need that in your life. And then the last thing is just ditching those hit camps, ditching those boot camps, ditching those hit classes, things that are just like all about muscle confusion, mixing it up all the time. Those aren't serving you. Those aren't doing like, and so if that's all you can get in on a regular basis, great. Okay, fine. But like, but orange theory fitness, like they're not, they're not helping you chase PRs. They're not helping you get stronger. They're not helping you build muscle. So it's important to reframe that resistance training around that. So that's number one is resistance training, fight off boyfriends, fight off dinosaurs, pick your kids up, whatever it is, you know, but that's really, really important. Some aspect of resistance training. Number two, all dads need to include some aspect of cardio in their program. And I'll give you an example of this is um, we were out the other day and 
Ren and the three, three-year-old. I'm just going to keep bringing her up as an example because it just, it's uh, literally too easy. She spots a, a bunny in the desert and is like gone. She's off. She's chasing the bunny. You know, like we're in a parking lot. We're in Arizona. So like the desert um, is right next to the parking lot and then goes on for like 50 miles. So like, that's just how Arizona is. So she's off there just like running out in the desert. And everyone's like, stop, wait, hold up. Um, but Rena's grandparents can't chase her down. They are not physically able to. So it falls to someone else to follow up with her, chase her down, make sure that they're not tripping over rocks. They can run into the desert and grab this girl before she gets bit by a snake or stung by a scorpion. Because let's be honest, she's fast, but she's not catching a rabbit. There's no question about it. I don't even know if she caught a rabbit. I don't even know if she'd know what to do with it. I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, this thing has mange. I don't know. Get it away from me. So cardio is important for chasing down your toddlers and then um, keeping up with like the scooter fiends in your life. So yeah, I don't know if your kids are into uh, bikes or scooters or anything else like that. But well, again, when, when the listening turns off, when kids just stop being able to hear you very appropriately and you're like, hold up, wait, wait, wait. And then they're, but they're again, just off. We live on a canal. So it's, it's amazing because uh, on one hand, it, there's no traffic and it's straight and it's flat. But on the other hand, there's a big canal right there and it's filled with probably alligators. I don't know. It's not Florida. So probably not alligators, but gigantic bass at least. It's just not very clean water. So I don't want anyone falling into that. So when I'm like, okay, hold on, stop, for, stop right there. And she's like, gone. That I better be able to kick, kick it in gear and get my ass to hustle up there and grab her. So cardio is really important. And maybe you're running. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not running, maybe you're not a runner fan, but having some degree of work capacity where you can actually go chase down a, a child at any given time, very important to like be dadding at the highest level. Okay. So number one, the easiest way to do this is by building work capacity by walking daily. So this means walking every single night after dinner. Amazing. Do that. If this means, um, you know, like waking up in the morning and doing it, doing it early. Awesome. But walking every single day is really, really critical to building that like a base that for the work capacity. Number two, add in five minutes to 20 minutes or so of intervals or hard cardio at the end of your training sessions. So at the end of your at the end of the, your day in the gym, go go hop on the assault bike, the one with the handles, and bust out 10 seconds on of hard, hard as you can go, and then 20 seconds really light. Or throw on a weight vest and walk on a treadmill uphill, 15 mile, 15, uh, 15 degree incline no handles or hop on the stairmaster hop on do something else whatever that you you like you need to be building work capacity and an easy way to do that is if you're already in the gym training just get in a quick 5 minutes at the end okay and if you're do if you're only got 5 minutes then that 10 20 is an amazing way to get a ton of work done in very limited amount of time and the last one here is no off days so like yeah everyone says oh you got to have off days and rest days cardio days are rest days like, so you just need to be building into your life 30 minutes, minimum 45 minutes, even better of training exercise or movement on a daily basis. That can be your walk. That can be the gym. That can be some cardio that can be doing something with the family, but there needs to be 45 minutes of movement consistently. Um, and no off days walking and doing like low intensity cardio that puts money back in the bank for you. Like that's, that's going to be something that's going to be like going to pay dividends over time. So it's going to help you with your recovery, help you be, build a cardiovascular base, help you live longer. It's going to build that heart muscle, really important. So making sure that you just are like, even, and even if it's like, oh, I'm, I'm taking a day off every couple of weeks, okay, live your life. But 
making sure that that's the, that's the exception, not the rule, no off days. And then three, this is the last one, okay? Is three things that dads needs to include in their training is togetherness. You probably were like, what about this? No, this is the thing more important. Maybe I, maybe I missed one or two, but to doing something together, doing some sort of activity with your kids to show them rather than tell them that, pri that prioritizing your health is important for success, okay? So rather than being like, hey, kids, you need to do more work. Like, you need to work out more. You need to do the X, Y, and Z thing. Let them catch you doing those things. Let them see you making that a habit for yourself and for your family. Let them see you setting the example and being like, they're already idolizing you, right? Until they're like 11 or 12. So if they're already there, show them those good habits by doing them yourself. A lot of guys I talk to are like, well, my wife doesn't ever shut, shut, shut up. Don't tell me about your, what your wife does or doesn't do, or don't complain to me about, about that. Because at the end of the day, you are not your wife's personal trainer. You are not your kid's personal trainer. You are not their, like their fitness coach. And they owe you, they owe you literally zero. And it comes to like you being like, Oh honey, could you get it? Can you work out more? Don't ask because number one, even if, even if like, it's a good idea and they should do it, you asking is going to, is going to make that process harder for them. So don't ask, you need to show, you need to show, you need to show up, you need to do the thing before that, before they can do the thing. So if you, if you want your spouse, your kids to walk more, you need to get your ass out and walk more. Okay. You need to get your ass out and walk more. And then you can be like, Hey, come with me on my walk. Now it's not you telling it's you leading right? Leaders lead by example. Leaders lead from the front. They're not at the back being like, hey, babe, just do a little bit more. That's not, that's not a recipe for a good relationship or a successful, a successful like family dynamic or people who love exercise. So you need to be doing this together, bringing people together and you need to set the tone. Okay. And I'm realizing that more and more personally is that like, if I want my wife to, to train more, it's not about me telling her to train. It's about me being the one to train and inviting her and then giving her the space she needs. So right now, like the best thing that I can do for her is be like, Hey, did you get a chance to like get your work in? I'll watch the kids. Right. So that's like, that's the way to go rather than being like, rather than being like, Hey, like you just need to be, you need to be training more. Maybe you should get up earlier. But if you're like, Hey, I'll watch the kids or Hey, let's all go to the in like out on a walk, let's go to the park, let's throw the frisbee around, let's go do something where now it's inclusive, it's together, it's so much better. So your kids are always watching, they always see what you do. Like, I'm sure you remember this from your parents, but like you see your parents being like, hey, don't, don't swear in the house. And then your dad's like, shit. And you're like, what you just said, like, we're always watching, we're always like, like looking for that unfairness and hypocrisy. Like it's two things that are just ingrained into us from from a very early age. So when we see things that are not fair or that we view as hypocritical, it's like it causes a reaction in us. So don't be that parent. Don't be that dad. Also, you're setting the tone for the whole house, right? You're setting the the you're setting the tone for for the family. So making sure that you are leading in a direction that is positive and and edifying for the whole family rather than like trying like just paying lip service to fitness and nutrition right? Super, super important. Um, don't tell your kids to do stuff that you're not already doing, right? Or you wouldn't be willing to do. 
So if you want to, your kids and your family to build healthy habits, you, you can't be a do as I say, not as I do type of parent. You have to be leading from the front. You have to be showcasing the example and you have to be inclusive, inviting, bringing people with you, taking your kids on walks, taking your kids to the gym, showing, showing them what physical fitness looks like. Doing those sorts of things early is going to set the tone for that rather than being something that you are now trying to play catch up when they're, when they're a little older. I got a message from someone the other day who was like, Hey, like I need help. My kids hate exercise and they hate activity and they hate healthy eating. What can I do? And like, it made me super sad because like, I could say, Oh my gosh, like, let me help your kid out and let me train them. But the chances of me changing that child's relationship with food and exercise for in two hours a week while they're spending another additional 166 hours with their family, who's probably not prioritizing uh, like healthy nutrition and exercise, very, like very limited chance of success. Probably what's going to end up happening is the kid is not going to like it. They're, they might come to appease their parents. They're not going to make any like big differences. And then once that training stops, they're going to stop. They're going to fall back into old habits. So it starts at home, right? It starts with, with creating a, and showcasing a love of, of movement and nutrition and, and healthy living at, at your, like wherever you're at. And obviously there's so many other benefits to this, right? The way we look, the way we feel, our focus, our finances, our, our building up our tribe and our, and our trade. But like, I think this is one of the most important aspects of it. And this is something that I've just been thinking about a lot recently. So I wanted to share this with you guys. Hopefully this is impactful for at least someone who's listening right now. And if it's not, if this is not you, share this with a dad who would be impacted because I think that I want this message to, to go out because I think that the future of the, and the health of our families, our neighborhoods, our communities, and our nation rests firmly on parents. And especially like I'm calling out the dads right now, I'm calling out dads saying like this rest, this is rest with us. This is like the buck stops with us. So if we want, if we have designs on our kids' lives and we want them the best for them, then it starts with us showcasing how that looks, prioritizing our health, prioritizing resistance training, prioritizing cardio and prioritizing togetherness. Guys, I thank you so much for checking this out. If this is, this has been helpful for you at all, this has made a difference. Please uh, go ahead and leave me a review on, on iTunes, share this podcast, take a screenshot of it and tag me on social media. I'd love to highlight you next episode. Otherwise have an amazing day. And if there's anything that you need, um, let us know because I'd love to answer any questions. And then also we have a 21 day jumpstart starting on the ninth next Monday, starting on the ninth, a 21 day jumpstart for anyone who's looking to take their health and their fitness and their nutrition to the next level. So if it's you, if that you need a little bit of help and you need a little extra like accountability or at least some structure in your life, let me know because this spots are filling up fast. And I'd love to see you get some amazing wins. So if 21 day jumpstart starts on August 9th. And if that's going to be helpful for you, reach out, drop a I'm in below in the, on, the, on the podcast here, if you're in the group, and we will get back to you as soon as we possibly can. And if you're just listening to the podcast, send us an email, nate at na training systems.com. We'll get you there. I hope you're having an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.